we do live in a peculiar hope, we Christians. We live along a line, a line of time, which is a circle, a circle that begins in a place, a garden called Eden, a metaphor for the balance of the universe of creation, for a time and a place and a way of being in which God and God's beloved creation live in basis, balance, a homeostasis, peace. And our journey is uh, from that garden, uh, which is upset in the balance undone, the homeostasis rendered into a state of chaos by our human propensity to assert our will over against and often in contravention of God's purposes for us and for all creation. And so we're on that line journeying back to whence we began, to that garden. In the biblical vision, the biblical understanding and the return of that in that circle, the garden becomes a city uh, foreseen by the, by the preacher named John, the author of the Apocalypse of John, often called the Book of Revelation, in which we the author understood that the reign of God is about to break into our time. Christians uh, have a long history of predicting the end of the world it's been predicted any number of times, most recently in our lives uh, several years ago. Um, I've told you about my friend Todd Shipley, who's the pastor at the Unity Hill, uh, United Church of Christ in Trumbull, was a bumper sticker that says, the end, the end is at hand, period. Again, right? All the predictions of the end of the world have come to naught because really the vision of John is, not, is a metaphor, like the garden is a metaphor and the city that will descend from heaven is a metaphor. The returning of God's presence, living fully in the light of God's love, experiencing in the depths of our souls, not by the exercise of our wills and efforts, but by allowing God's love to flow into us rather than reaching out opening ourselves that God may enter in so near the very end of the very last book of the Bible this vision of John from Revelation chapter 21 verses 1 through 6 then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold! The dwelling of God is now among mortal beings. 
For God will dwell with them, and they will be God's peoples, and God's very self will be with them to wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain without ceasing will be no more, for the former things have passed away. And the one who sat upon the throne said, See, I am making all things new. Write these, for these words are trustworthy and true. And then the one upon the throne said, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give water as a gift from the spring of the water of life. Amen. Just as God dwelt fully, was completely present to creation in the Garden of Eden, so now in this new Jerusalem descending out of heaven from God, the realization of the promise of Jesus to return again for the restoration of the world, for the fulfillment of God's dream and design and desire for human history, that God will be fully with us. This is the peculiar hope in which we live. Death will be no more. We know death. We are well acquainted and unhappily so. We remember those who have gone before us, often in circumstances tragic and the heaviness that still exists within our own hearts as we mourn those who have preceded us into heaven. But we do so in the knowledge that there will not be tears without ceasing, but that God will be with us for the former things have passed away. This vision of John, that there'll be a new heaven and a new earth, sounds strange. Don't we think of heaven as eternal, unchanging? The fullness, the pleroma of God's love flowing over into the universe, and yet here is this idea that the sea... And in biblical literature, of course, the sea is a place of chaos and danger. Remember from Genesis, the Spirit of God moved over the face of the deep, the waters, and brought forth creation. God creates out of chaos. But in this vision of John, the sea that separates heaven and earth will be done away, and the two will be joined together. The new heaven and the new earth are new and that they are now joined. The Alpha and the Omega are no longer beginning and end. They are one. The name of God, I am who I am. I will be who I was. I will be who I shall be. I am being itself. The beginning and the end are no longer separate, but are joined in one. This is our peculiar hope. The reality is that life and death are two elements of the same reality in which God is fully present. The end, we think, 
which is death, is in fact not an end at all, but a transformation into the new reality of our life, our presence, our love fulfilled, God's love fulfilled in us, in the courts of heaven. As Jesus said, if a grain of wheat remains on the shelf and does not fall into the ground and die, it remains just a seed. But if it falls into the earth and dies, it grows and yields a hundredfold. And so too, in our lives, death is a transformation into this peculiar hope that the changes of our lives, which seem to undo us at times, are in fact the means by which God's presence is expressing itself in the reality of our human need. That God is fully present, coming to us in that purity, that light, that mercy, and peace. So we remember the saints who have gone before us, and our hearts are made glad in the knowledge that they are joined with those who have gone before us and reside now in the saints of light. Amen.